Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. You know I'm happy that you're here. So as you tune in every week, I know I start with this, but it's very important. And I think the more we hear things, the more we digest it and the easier it is for for it to accept a gift or an idea and start applying it in our life. So in the show notes, you will find my free gift. It's a communication style assessment. We call it the CSA. You will get two reports. One will spotlight your natural communication superpowers and how people perceive you. Kind of important to know. On the flip side, you'll get a report, which is your lowest score. So it's the communication style that really kind of you struggle with. Important to see that because we shine a light on that blind spot. So you can communicate more effectively with those that communicate 180 degrees differently than you. So again, that's in the show note. Please, my gift to you. Now, my motivational quote today is by Brigham Young, and Brigham says, love the giver more than the gift. Now, if you've been listening to the show or following me on any of my social media platforms, or if you happen to be in my email list, you know, I am all about building, and this is the key one, real, authentic, dynamic relationships where together we actually can grow our businesses, grow revenue, grow our career all doing it from a place of love, care, and respect. So you can imagine my excitement when I was introduced to my guest today, Rabbi Gupta, on how we can use, wait for it, AI gifting to accelerate relationship that help us grow our business. So corporate gifting has proven effective with, and I want to give you some stats that uh, Robbie shared with me, 66% of people who receive a promotional product or gift remember the brand, and 79% say they would do business with that company again. So are you as excited as me? I know I'm a dork. To hear about an AI-based corporate gifting platform. Well, Robbie is the co-founder and CEO of Evabot. This AI-based corporate gifting platform makes it easy for businesses to send highly personalized gifts to their clients and employees, which helps them build authentic relationships that grow their companies. Now they serve a thousand plus businesses, including giants like Facebook, Microsoft, Oracle, AT&T, Zendesk, Silicon Valley Bank, Cigna, um, and just so many more. Before opening Evabot in 2016, Robbie sold his company called iCouch App. And after the sale, he boldly moved to Silicon Valley to start this new company. He had no relationships there. So what did he do? He used the gifts to build his network, but got frustrated by the lack of technology to make gifting easier. So together with a few of his peeps, he solved this problem using AI, and that's how Evabot was born. So please help me welcome Robbie to the show. I'm excited about today's conversation. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Connie. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I'm also really excited about having this conversation. Uh, Thank you for a wonderful intro as well. Yes, thank you know you're you're interesting. You're very interesting because you know tech for me it's difficult. So when yeah. I when I received um the recommendation from your PR team to have you on the show and I thought wow and you've you've done it in such a creative way that 
this gifting can still be personal, but you could do it through automation so that your brilliant mind is able to understand the long game, right? Building the relationship with time, right? We have, we, we have limited time as a resource so that building them together is just a beautiful thing. So I was very excited about today's topic. So my first question, yeah. And, and again, because I'm tech not, I'm so curious when I meet people like you who have that capacity to understand what's needed on the human side and yet understand the power of using AI in a very productive way. So this is, this, it's important. This is, I think it's important to all business owners, but really to any corporate client that's listening as well. Um, we need these resources. And if we don't talk about them, how do we know that they're available and uh, to us, you know, at, literally at our fingertips? So first question, how the heck did you come to realize the importance of, again, that relationship and business with this AI? Is there a story behind it? Yeah, I mean, uh, as you mentioned, like I when I moved to Silicon Valley in like 2016, the biggest challenge I personally was facing was, you know, how to build relationships, right? Because uh, in general, if you have grown up in a in a different country, like wherever you grow up, you know, naturally you'll make friends, you'll make your colleagues, you know, who are friends and, and all of that. So it helps with everything, including your career progression. But when you move to a new country where I just moved without a job or anything, I just came here to explore. And I was like, if I want to build a new company, that means I'll not have colleagues, I'll not have friends from day one, right? So you want to start a company, but then building companies like very, very human driven thing like you need connections you need all of that so i was like okay and because you know silicon valley is an expensive place you know you you have limited you know money and resources to experiment so so we we had like six months of a little bit cash and like because i was on a business visa i still just had six months to explore um and so it was really this um this pressure of you know how do we quickly figure out you know, building relationships. Um, and and then because, you know, I had built a company before, I was like, okay, what if we use technology in some way to solve this problem? Now, the biggest problem in building relationships is, you know, of course, showing the other person value for their time, uh, you know, getting to know them better, you know, and then, um, you know, exchange of gifts and stuff, right? Like, so all of these like soft things, um, it seems pretty natural if you're, growing up naturally and doing these things, you know, like going to college, building friends, but when you have to do it in a more strategic way, it becomes harder, like, because it, you have this fear that it, people might think of this as an uh, fake thing, right? Like not a real thing. So how do you create that balance? So, so it was like very interesting to learn, like really, really interesting things about psychology of people, right? Like, um, so for example, if you just talk about, hey, I want to give you something, you know, or like, I want to send you a gift. Yeah. Is it a bribe? Like, why do you want to send me a gift? Like, how do people think about that? So, so actually, like, uh, looked at all these interesting aspects of, you know, human psychology and behavior in terms of building relationships. And then we came up with this idea that, you know, uh, because at that time, my other co-founder also joined me, like, after a couple of months. And we were all, we, we were brainstorming around this. And we we're like, if we are able to solve this problem for us, like, this is a huge problem and then we can solve this for everyone else. Um, and we, we we wanted to first do it for personal gifting, like personal relationship. But then we realized uh, because personal is still 
more personal. Professional is where, you know, the problem lies, which is I can have a professional relationship with 1000 people and companies, but that is not possible in, in person, like in, in a personal relationship. So, so, okay, we have these problems. We know that, you know, building relationships is important. We know we can use technology. So then like we, we tried a lot of stuff and then we came up with this idea of using AI that can ask questions on your behalf uh, to other people in a very, very engaging way. So for, and the other thing we read at that time was um, there is something called hyper-personal conversation, which is a scientific term. It, it means that when humans interact with machines like computers or bots and stuff, they are very honest about themselves because machines don't judge them. Right. So, so that was the, the biggest insight we got. And because of that, we realized that uh, if I personally wanted to give gift to someone, I couldn't ask questions like, hey, do you like coffee? How do you drink your coffee? Are you like vegan? You know, what do you like to eat? It's very awkward to ask these questions. But what if I just say that, hey, I'm really thankful for your time and I appreciate it. And I want to send you something which is personal to you. You just click this link and that's it, right? I am not asking for anything. You click this thing, you chat with a bot, you give your information and then you will get a surprise which matches your taste. And that like, when we did that, people were like, this is so cool, right? Uh, and they were giving very, like they were giving all of the answers like their address, you know, uh, what they like to eat, drink, everything. And we were like, okay, this is super cool because if we want to do this personally with hundreds of people, we cannot chat like this. It's impossible to collect data like this. Um, and and so AI seemed to be the perfect, um, you know, perfect option or perfect solution to solve that problem. Uh, so that's how we got started, actually. I love it. it, it you know, what's the, I, I can't remember the quote, but it's like the, the um, you had a need, right? That you, you yeah. didn't know people, you had limited re- money resource, you had limited time because of the visa. So you had to do something, right? So out of that yes. need, well, you know, you had these conversations, these very stimulating, I bet they were great conversations. What about this? What about this? And that brainstorming component, wow. And then you got this answer. And then, you, like you said, you started doing the research with the human, um, compo- you know, the, that human quotient. I'm cracking up when you said that, that people will talk to the bot easier than the human because the bot we know is artificial intelligence. It has no judgment. It doesn't really give a crap about what we answer, right? It's just doing its algorithm on the back end. So I see me as the human thinking, well, at the end, it's going to kind of match up a gift for me personally. Why would I lie? Yet the the human connection because we've all been duped, ripped off, conned, right? Sold something that we didn't really need, what they promised isn't what we got. So we've all had those experiences. When a human asks you, you're like, why are you asking me that? Are you stalking me? And we, <laughs> we yeah, go exactly. down a negative rabbit hole. Like, what, yep. what are you going to come and show up on my doorstep? So that mistrust <laughs> of humans, that human to human, we've been taught to, you know, stranger danger from when you're a kid. Absolutely. Yet the AI, it's like, it's a computer. Like, right. It doesn't judge me. Fascinating conclusion. That's wild. Yeah. That was very interesting to us. And we still, still use that core technology and insight um, to build other solutions. Uh, one of our new solution is rapport enablement for, for enterprise sales. 
and that again uses the same insight but then it it can do a lot more things than just the one use case which was sending gifts it can now keep a track of all the activities and things your prospects are interested in and it can give you updates about you know things like their favorite sports team you know uh, what do they like to eat what's the weather in that area right like all of that so that you're able to build better rapport not just you know we started with gifts but now we're getting into the whole rapport building exercise and it's interesting because we're on zoom more we're doing more international like i know i have a client in france and the uk so we're doing more of this international stuff it's the cultures are different you know across the yeah. united states you yeah. see you're on the you're on the west coast i'm on the east coast just that alone the cultural differences right within the us and or in canada same thing one country but all the different provinces, they're very, very different. So this ability to really not only target your audience, but then target the person within that audience, very, very, um, almost what's uh, uh, like a surgeon. You know how they go in with a scalpel and they're very precise? This seems to be a very precise science that you've created. Am I understanding that correctly? Uh, yeah, actually, you, you, you brought up a very interesting point, right? Which is cultural differences and stuff, right? And again, like, uh, so today we see a lot of, uh, especially salespeople uh, or even team members that are remote, right? Like, so our sales team is in India selling to US, right? They will not have cultural context in terms of the sports they play, right? Uh, the weather in that area, you know, tornadoes are not a thing in, in India, but it's it's a thing here. So you, you are not able to comprehend that kind of cultural difference and context, right? But an AI can help you learn more about that, right? So I'll give you an example. So today we use our own product, right? So whenever, like, so whenever we talk to a prospect or a customer who is, say, in some other area, uh, I was talking to someone who lives in Utah and there was a tornado warning in Utah. So my system gave me an alert. And I'm like, hey, you know, I just saw this. Uh, I hope you're okay. You know, if you need anything, I'm here to send it to you, right? And there's a prospect I have never met. But because of this information, I'm now able to connect better with this person, right? And if this person is a fan of, say, uh, you know, 49ers or something, I might not know anything about these sports, but now I can go and research, and right? Okay, there was a match yesterday, and this happened in the match. Let me read more about this, right? And now I can connect more genuinely with this person. It's not that it's not that it's inauthentic. It's authentic because um, I now know what my customers care about, and I can read more about it. I can be more more thoughtful about it, right? So, so you are exactly right. I mean, if someone lives in Ukraine and you talk to them, you are you are you will make that connection. That hey, how are things in your area, right? Stuff like that. But this is happening with everyone living in every country, like something is happening. So AI can help you, you know, get that context and, you know, help you make that cultural connect in a way. Uh, so that is what, what we are thinking that eventually AI will be your enabler in terms of building relationships, no matter where you live. And, and that can be a very, very powerful thing. And it's interesting because, you know, I remember years ago before, before computers, <laughs> I'm dating myself, right? Probably. Um, I remember I, I was introduced to, it happened to be a CPA and I was in sales for a financial uh, company and you had to use what's called centers of influence, COIs. And usually attorneys, accountants, they're respected 
in your community. So if they give you a referral, you're going in as a trusted advisor as well. So anyway, I met this, I was introduced to this woman and my kids played hockey, you know, growing up and we're, yeah. we live in New Jersey. We're devil's fans. She also lives in New Jersey, but she grew up in New York. So she was a Ranger mm-hmm. fan. Well, I walk into her <laughs> office and this is what you're talking about. This, we used to be able to do it more live, but now that we're yeah. global, right. This is, this is the concept though. So I walk in, she had this beautiful picture on her wall. It was really big, um, but it was of where the Rangers play, which is in Madison Square Garden in New York. So it was really cute. We, she's sitting at her desk. I walk in, she stands up, we shake hands. And I look at the, I look over at the picture. I said, Rangers, really? Mm-hmm. We cannot do business together. I'm sorry. This relationship is already <laughs> over. See, we both burst yeah. out laughing. We talked about hockey for about a half hour. And yeah. that was it. The rest was history. We're still friends to this day. So the, that's the power now, though, because we are in these different countries, this, these different cultural, because the world is shrinking because of the yeah. Internet and Zoom. And and but now we have AI that we can tap into to help with that Ranger picture. Right. So it's yeah, exactly the same, same exact concept, just that now because we're global, you can't like I can't physically go to India right? To meet someone to say, oh, what's the picture on your wall? So how can we still build that relationship quickly, authentically, but also from a place of kindness? And I I just want to comment on your story about the gentleman in Utah and they had tornadoes. It came up on your watch. You could have ignored it. Yeah, exactly. You You said, oh my goodness, are are you okay? Is there anything that you'll need, right? Because what if he did? He did get hurt by the tornado. You were reaching out human to human, but that AI opened that door to even allow you to be kind to say, oh my goodness, I hope you and your family are okay. That's the, you know, everybody's so afraid of AI, Robbie, because, oh, it's going to take over the world, right? It's smarter than us, all of this stuff. But if we use it, systematically and thoughtfully, I, I do believe it can help us with this game of building relationships. So, um, yeah. and it's the long game, right? Yeah. And you're right. Like uh, when I talk to my friends, there are so many of my friends who actually want to be thoughtful. It's not that it's not that you're not being thoughtful just because you don't want to. It's like, it's very, very hard to be thoughtful with everyone. But if an AI is there that is helping you, you know, be more thoughtful, then you will use it. And it will also, you know, it also impacts you. Um, so, you know, just to give an example, again, uh, one of my prospects, not prospects, actually customers, um, I realized she was not well. She said, hey, I have to cancel this meeting on Friday. I'm not well. So because again, like she she had chatted with Eva, so we knew the information. I was able to send her a, a, a lunch on, on that Friday and it's, it was a surprise and she's like oh thank you so much for sending me this lunch right like now I wanted to do something like that at that point but if Eva was not there if if I didn't have that information it was almost impossible because then I'll be like should I text her and ask her for her address that's so weird and she'll be like I'm not well and now you're asking me all these weird things right versus just click a button lunch delivered and she's super happy she didn't have to make lunch right so so like these small things, how do you enable using technology is, is what we are trying to get at. It's funny because, you know, and, and I know you believe this based on what you just said, and I teach this. We think we have to do this grand gesture for the client yeah. to, to, to differentiate ourselves from our peers, right? Doing whatever, what I do in, with sales teaching and stuff like that. 
And it, that's the furthest thing from the truth. When we do these little, little thoughtful things and you, but it's over and over again, cause that's who we are, right? I don't know how to not yep. be thoughtful or kind. So people see it over and over again. And all of a sudden they're like, Oh my God, that's adds up to this grand gesture of she's always there. She's consistently kind. She's thoughtful. If something happens on Facebook, Connie's commenting, that's how we differentiate ourselves. And that was such a great example. Whereas if she was sick and you're like, well, oh, you're sick. I want to send you a lunch. What's your address? She's like, oh my God, I want to go to bed. Leave me alone. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you, you freak? Yep. Whereas the AI can capture that information and be able to deliver that kindness, number one, you didn't have to do a deep dive. What's her address? Where does she live? Well, yep. what's the restaurants in the area? You didn't have yeah. to do any of that because the AI does it for us. And you know, being in business, it's, it is about efficiency, but it's a bit also about building that relationship. So we really have to blend the two and use them wisely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. <laughs> You know, I know, do, do you hear, like, do people say to you, oh, AI, that's not human. And, and especially with the sales, like you said, prospects and clients, Yeah. when they, when they give you that, oh, AI, that's bad. You know, it's not personal with my clients. How do you respond? Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, there are examples where people are using it like that. So they're also not wrong, right? Um, uh, there are different ways in which you can use AI, right? Um, but what it does is it basically just um, uh, whatever you wanted to do, it just levels you up and your team, right? So if you wanted to do bad things, it can level you up and you can do more bad things. <laughs> uh, but but see, like one example, everyone was everyone used to send like really bad cold emails, right? And you know that they are like really bad. Why are you writing such a bad email with wrong grammar and stuff, right? Yeah. You will immediately reject that email. Now, Everyone, even if my SDRs, they sit in India, they can write an amazing email using chat GPT or something like that, right? And that doesn't make them inauthentic or anything. It's just that they are now one level or two level up right, in terms of writing a cold email. Um, now, of course, that doesn't mean that they should, they should stop thinking. They can now think of bigger things, okay? Grammar is not a problem. I can write a very good email but what should I write? Let me research on my prospect. Let me see if I can find some interesting talking points, right? So now they're able to think one level above. Before that, they were thinking like, why, what should I write? Like, is this grammatically correct? Like, uh, right? They're just thinking about those things that they don't have to think about now. So in a way, if you look at it, it will just, AI in general will, will you know, level us up. And and so it will make every human do better things, um, you know, with the information that you already have. And that, I believe, is the is the biggest power of AI. Um, people will worry about it, of course, but uh, that that doesn't mean you cannot do good things. Um, you can do great things, actually. Uh, so, yeah, we, we just focus on that. I, I think that's the idea. Well, and I think also you said it well. People who are bad are going to do bad. And people who are yep. doing really good stuff out there, caring and loving and all the things that, you know, you do and I do, it, it differentiates us and it does level us up, but it, it gives us a resource or a tool to be able to do that more. So instead of doing yep. it with 10 people, now maybe I can reach out to a hundred people, right? So I can amplify my message using the technology because there's only so much time in a day. That's the reality, yeah. right? You have 24 hours. I have 24 hours. 
So if we can learn to use this AI respectfully, thoughtfully, and really create systems using it so that we can level up easily without always having to second guess everything. I think it's important. You know, and you mentioned the chat GBT. Um, I have that as well. We have to be careful, right? Because we certainly don't want to plagiarize and we want our thought, our voice to be in there. But if it could pull together a paragraph for a quick blog and save me time, and then I could go in and interject my own ideas or my own personality, it just saved me time. So again, it's how we use it. Now, if you just think, you know, chat GPT um, is going to, you know, build your business for you. That's ridiculous. (laughs) You know, (laughs) AI can't do that. We have to be the energy, the human, the thought behind the usage of the AI. I I know on your website, you say rapport isn't just built once, it's built every day. How you give, use that as, because I believe that, right? We we have to show up every day, let people know what we're about and how we can serve them. Again, fill in the blank with your zone of genius. So how do you use the chat, your, your AI to do that, Evabot to do that? Yeah. I mean, if you have to break it down in terms of say uh, technical details, then uh, what happens is rapport building is, it's more like touch points, right? Like how many touch points, and then the more thoughtful the touch points are, the better is the rapport in a way, right? And then there is reciprocity also involved, right? Like it's not that just you are doing some things, but you're not getting any response back, right? So it's a combination of these things. So what we do is we basically, we we create a journey, right? Like, so it's a journey, right? It starts with the prospect and it ends it never ends in a way, right? Like right, your customer, ends. like eventually your customer is your customer for life, right? That's that's the kind of companies we also want to work with. Now, so the idea is that, you know, your first touch point is the point when when you will have the first impression, right? So first impression means, okay, this prospect is coming to my meeting. Um, you know, I was so thoughtful. I sent a boba because this person loves boba. So I sent a boba drink this morning. Um, this person shows up on a meeting. After the meeting, I sent him a gift, right? But but now from this meeting until this deal closes, it's say six months of time, right? And it typically takes 40 to 50 touch points with each stakeholder. And this is just one stakeholder, right? Now this person will bring in more stakeholders in, into the deal. Sure. Uh, eventually this will go to customer success people, right? And more team members within the company. So Basically, it's just about people, right? Every deal is all about people. Every business relationship is also all about people. So what AI is able to do is help you create more touch points and help you create more thoughtful touch points, right? And then, of course, the reciprocity and response will also come in because if that doesn't happen, then, of course, there's no connection, right? So if the prospect is also interested, you are interested, then that gives you an opportunity to start building a relationship. And then... AI will keep giving you nudges, as we call them, to build relationship. For example, this person's birthday is coming up. Do you want to send a merchandise for their favorite hockey team, right? Um, Now, you could have thought about it, but it would have taken you, first of all, like maybe an hour every day on each prospect just to think about it, right? That's right. And and also know all this information, collect and, and store somewhere, right? I don't know all my clients' birthdays. What should I do, right? Like this in itself is a huge problem. But if the AI knows the both, the AI knows their favorite sports team, it can keep giving you nudges uh, for these thoughtful touch points. And that is what we essentially do, like very simple. 
idea that AI is able to capture information and because AI is able to track everything about the information, it can keep giving you thoughtful touch points. It's interesting. I remember when I started my career 40 years ago, the rule in sales, the client or the prospect needed to hear from us five times that it, that equated to face to face phone call, snail mail, you know, where we would send out little yeah. brochures and stuff like that. We didn't have computers or emails. So it was five touch points for them to remember you and then say, oh, I need insurance or whatever it was at the time that I was selling that, oh, let me call Connie, right? That became what was called top of mind now in the human to human you know, uh, game here that we're playing. Doesn't, it doesn't even matter the, the price point of what we're selling. We're, the rule of thumb is now anywhere from 14 to 18 touches. And with yeah. what you're saying with our prospects that aren't our clients, right, that, that, that could potentially be our client, they're just not ready for us yet, perhaps whatever's going yeah. on. They need that 40 to 50 touch points, which is impossible to manage because if your pipeline is full, right, where you have new leads coming in, plus you have to service your clients on the back end, it becomes a daunting task. Like I want to send out a card or an e-card for my clients' um, birthdays. How do you manage that database plus all of the other stuff? So I have another question. With your AI, the, the Avabot, they... It's like a CRM system, if I'm understanding this correctly, where you input information about your client or or whatever through the AI, they're, they're picking your ideal client, right? They're searching LinkedIn or wherever, and then they're um, hitting your radar so you can respond based on the Evabot um, uh, word, you know, digging, right? You see what I'm saying? How how does that work? You're talking about gifts, but there's other ways you could use this Evabot if I'm understanding correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So the core of this is, you know, gathering intelligence on your customers or prospects, right? So that you don't have to do it. Right. So we don't come and ask you to fill a database. Like, so we are not actually a CRM. We are more like in, um, so CRMs are like empty databases. Like you have to fill them. Yes. We are more like, we have all the information right? You don't have to worry about the data. We will give you nudges based on data. We know where this person lives. We know what he likes to eat. We know what she likes to to, to drink. We know, do they have kids or pets or not? We know this. I'm not going to give you this personal information because we don't directly give the personal information to, uh, say, client who wants to send something, but we will help you with a nudge, right? So, for example, you want to send a lunch, we know exactly where to send and what to send, right? And then there's a concierge powered by this uh, technology that is able to do all of these actions very easily. But then there are also digital, like not non-physical actions, right? Uh, like, you know, this, this person's favorite sports team just won a match and you can talk about it, right? So, so those are like two different things in which um, our system enables you to do all of this but it doesn't ask you for any data. It captures the data on its own. You have to show the intent of building relationship, right? So you'll say, okay, this relationship, I'm happy to start with like say a $50 treat or a gift or something, right? That is the reciprocity. Why someone is sharing their details is because they're also getting something, right? So, so there's like a very honest relationship. It's not like, oh, I'll capture everything about you, but I'll not share anything. I'll not send you anything, right? I'll not send a treat or a gift. What we say is very honest, like, hey, this person wants to send you a treat. We don't have enough information about you. So 
let's chat for a minute or two, right? And then the bot chats with the person to collect all these details, including their birthday as well. Now, all of this information is in the system and it will start giving you interesting nudges about the prospect or the customer. So fast forwards, that personal conversation, because you're gaining personal information that could take several conversations and people open up again, it goes back to what we started the show with, that they're not afraid to talk to the chat yeah. uh, because there's no judgment there. And I'm going to get a gift at the end of this. What's typically the return on the investment? Because everybody's thinking, okay, I'm spending all this money sending all these gifts out. What if none of it turns into business? <laughs> I'm broke yeah. now, right? So first thing that we always do is um, we are not in the business of teaching someone the, um, the importance of building relationships, right? We are like, uh, and, and we, when we started with the gifting use case, we also did, we tried this, but anyone who was not, any companies, for example, who didn't believe in gifts and stuff, there was no point in going to them because you don't want to teach them the importance of building relationships and gifts, right? right? So first premise is that, that, you know, you know that rapport or relationships are important. If you don't, then we cannot help. Yeah. What we will do is we'll help you build it better in a more strategic, methodical way uh, that you can see and measure, right? That gives you tools for your sales team to, to do it in a very easy way. What we cannot, of course, promise is if your product is really bad, then I cannot do anything, right? That's right. So every sales is like 50 to 60% is the product or services that you're offering and 40 to 50% is basically the rapport you build, right? As you move along. So we will, we can help you with the rest of the 40, 50%, but if your product is really bad, we cannot do anything. So that's how we we try to pitch it. Not, not really that, you know, there is a clear ROI. The clear ROI is in terms of, uh, say, for example, we can promise that your no-show rate will decrease because people will feel more appreciated and they'll, they'll show up on meetings. Yeah. Uh, the second thing we can do is we can increase the number of thoughtful touch points that you can easily see, right? So every sales leader is telling their salespeople that, hey, you should do more follow-ups, you should do more thoughtful follow-ups, but they don't have any, any idea how to do that. We can clearly show that, hey, we sent you 100 ideas about this prospect in the last two months. Right now, whether you did anything with that or not, that I don't have any control on, but I was able to give you these thoughtful ideas and touch points. This is so important, Rabbi, because, you know, <laughs> people come to me and they have one call a month. I cannot help you make a million dollars. You yeah. <laughs> get more leads in. So you're actually a very strategic lead generation so then now, now, right. I know my, my services are good, right. Cause I know what I, I get a return on investment, a real return on the investment for my clients. So it's very tangible, right. So I, I can share that, but they have to like me. They have to want to work with me. They have to get my vibe. They have to, my lessons and my structure, does it fit and feel comfortable to them? If not, they're not going to work with me and that's okay. Yes. But these touch points get the right people in front of me to say, Oh my God, Connie's so kind. Oh my God. I, I just love her energy. I love her vibe, whatever it is. I love her strategies. Then they're going to work with me. And then it's my job to make the sale. But if I have zero leads coming in, 
and you make the one yeah. sale, well, good for you. You're still going broke. So you're yeah. the lead generation, right? And then I kind of come in and teach people how to close so that they're, but you have laid this beautiful groundwork that the closing process, getting me from, you know, meeting or, or thinking, oh, I think I could use you to making that sale and having them become, you know, from a prospect to a client. The trajectory is super fast if I'm understanding this correctly. Yeah. Yeah, and more than lead gen, I would say it's more like lead nurturing, like because we cannot again help you with generation of leads. It's more like once you have a qualified lead and they also want to engage with you with a first meeting, at that moment they will trust a system like us, right? Uh, there needs to be a mutual buy-in from both the sides that you okay, okay, I also want to engage with you now. Okay, you are, you want to send me a treat, that's fine, right? But it's like you cannot do spam, and people are like, oh because you're sending me a trade, I want to talk to you. That is, that is very weird. It will never work. Right. Right. So, so yeah, we have to have that balance, but you're right. Once you have identified the lead, they are interested in working with you in some way, at least if they're interested in talking to you, then we can help your, your human side or your relationship building side, you know, prosper in a really, really big way. Right. Like people would actually, say that this company is very thoughtful. This person is very appreciative, right? I want to work this company because they, they care about me. Like Absolutely. they are not always talking about themselves. Yeah. And every sales calls we have seen, like even I take so many meetings, right? <laughs> Other people trying to pitch me for their product. Most of the time they just talk about themselves and their product and they go away. They never try to try to learn more about me, do something for me, nothing, right? Like then why yeah. should I care? Like, I have hundred things to do and there are hundred competitors for your product. Why should I buy your thing? Right. So, yep. It's funny because on LinkedIn, I'm sure you see this, right? It's that AI that's out there that says you, you said, Oh, I see we have a lot in common. Let's connect. Right. And you, and you have a couple of people in common with, let me, let me accept the thing. Cause you only know the person. So you accept then all of a sudden, you're, you're filled with, so I'm an HR executive and I help business owners grow their revenue by 10 (laughs) times. And, and I think, you, and some of them are sales things. I could teach you sales. Yeah. And I think clearly that was an AI. It was not you. And then you respond, like, leave me alone, right? Not interested. <laughs> thanks. And they come back. Well, you sure you don't want to 10 time your income? I can teach you sales. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, please. And then I just block them because I think I don't have time. Yeah. It's impersonal. And you said something really important, um, Ruby. People want humans. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be understood. And then once it's about me, and I don't mean that in an egotistical way, me, if I was your client, right? Once I understand that you get me, you understand me, and now you're providing a solution that's actually going to help me in my situation, I feel seen and heard and understood that's going to start to build the rapport. But if you start just vomiting, you know, nonsense at me, like you were saying, they're talking to you on how they can help you. And they haven't asked you even a question to understand who you are. Your AI almost asks the question so that you come in and you understand, you start to understand who they are. And then as you have these live, you know, human to human conversations, we know what to build on. So this almost like stacks the, the deck in our favor um, to put us 10 steps ahead of where our competitors could be because of this knowledge, right. That, that the person has provided. That's yeah, really exactly. And, it, right. Yeah. And one other thing that we have seen is if you have a texting relationship with a customer, for example, right. Even if you don't get the deal, that 
that champion or the stakeholder will tell you why you didn't get the deal yeah. right if you don't have that connection you will never get to know you will always feel that the deal is stuck but you will never know the real reason why it's stuck or whether it's going to happen or not so we can help you get there whether you win the deal or not that's again like we can't help with that that's that's up to the person see to me what what you help is that mutual respect and i think yeah. that we're forgetting that respect is a key ingredient in every conversation right personal and professional and it's funny i was laughing you were saying with the nudges follow up is one of the it's the last step in my personal sales process but i teach people it's called cpr consistent persistent respectful follow-up and most mm-hmm. salespeople stop after that fifth to 10th touch. And that's just not enough anymore because we have too much noise in the world. So people need to hear from us more frequently, respectfully though, not every day. Like, have you thought about it? Have you thought about it? That's just obnoxious. Yeah. It's like, go away. Like you're, you're repulsive then instead of me saying, Oh, wait a minute. I, I do want more information from you. So I, I, this is such an important artificial intelligence. And I think the way you've, set it up is smart because it really helps us, the business owner, corporate clients, doesn't matter whether you're, you know, corporate salesperson or a business owner, this is a fabulous tool. We're out of time, but, but I I do, Rabbi, I want to share your information. Um, In the show notes, you'll find uh, the website, which is evabot, E-V-A-B-O-T.com. If you have questions for Rabbi, connect with him directly. It's Rabbi at evabot.com. AI. I promise I will put that in the show notes. And you do have a free gift, which it's a funky link, but can you tell everybody what the free gift is, Robbie? So it's it's just like what we do. If you engage with the link, uh, we'll send you a treat. And you know that way we'll get to know each other better. I love it. We love presents. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. That's very, very generous um, for everybody to come and actually see it in action. Talking about it is one thing, but then showing and seeing it kind of go through the the steps, super, super helpful. So thank you for sharing that with um, with my listeners. I do appreciate it. Thanks for being on. So fascinating. Um, your brilliance. I like, wow, you've impressed me uh, bringing because oftentimes people are really good with the technology. They don't have the people skills and you're lovely. You have the people skills and you understand how we can leverage that and amplify it using artificial intelligence. So thank you so much for our conversation and just sharing your, your beautiful um, product with us, your, your services with us. Appreciate it. No, yeah. Pleasure is all mine. And thank you for asking such thoughtful questions. It was very interesting. very curious Robbie I'm curious (laughs) again I'm tech not so this was like what I saw the note I'm like holy moly I can't wait for the show because if (laughs) here's the thing there's probably a lot of people like me out there that are thinking how can I do a better job I'm heart-centered but how do I amplify that when there's only 24 hours in a day and you are just a great solution for that so again thank you for bringing it to the market super super helpful and thank you. Yeah, my, really my pleasure. Thanks for being on. And I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build and discover together, no matter where you are on your journey, right, of changing your sales game or changing your career or changing your position. I truly hope guests like Robbie and I uh, provide stories, ideas, tips, strategies for you to take and implement. 
go and get your um, go and chat with the bot and see what cool gifts you get from Robbie. Uh, So thank you again. Thank you for tuning in to Changing the Sales Game with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.com. I am so honored that you join me weekly um, on this journey of, again, change and in this case, changing our sales game. Uh, I do hope you're inspired by the conversations. Please, please take the information, apply it in your life. And what magic happens, that's on you. But I believe you could create some magic out there. Go and visit uh, the free gift that I will put in the show notes and see what gift you get. Have some fun with this, guys. Again, thanks for joining me. I'll see you next week. It's truly an honor to have you with me. Bye, everybody. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.